Welcome back to Restless. My name is Father Joseph Gill, priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut, and you have joined myself and Paul and Lauren and Diane as together we restlessly seek the face of both Christ and Mary in today's crazy and mixed up world. And it is beautiful to think about Our Lady. And one of the best ways and most ancient prayers to Our Lady is the rosary. So what's your relationship with the rosary? Do you pray it? Do you love it? Do you struggle with it? Has it changed? Has your relationship with the rosary changed throughout your life? Have you always prayed it? So what's, what's, what's the deal with you and the rosary? I love it. I pray it every day. Um, I probably started praying it a good amount in college, just like stopping it in the chapel. Um, and that was before I really even was like serious about my faith. You know, I was definitely going to mass on Sundays, but I was introduced to it as a child, like my family, and I hated it then. But well, like before mass on Sundays, my mom would make us, you know, as a family pray the rosary together. And yeah, I just remember we were all kind of just, you know, obnoxious and you get punishments of like, okay, now you can't sit on the couch. You have to kneel on the wood floor and Ooh. things like that. You know, like as a kid, that's hard, but yeah. Um, yeah. I pray it every day. I, I think I like, you know, I picked it up in college and then I stopped for a while. And then I started like the, I think it was 2018 or so. I, for Lent, I started like, my thing was I'm going to go to daily mass. And then I started, you know, I was like, just going to do it for those 40 days. And then I just, kept I was like can't stay away you know um and then that December I did the consecration to Mary mm. um and that's when I feel like everything just like went into overdrive of like I definitely felt sort of I mean it wasn't like a feeling but like you sense the the shift and yeah I've been praying the rosary ever since I love it awesome hmm? do you pray the rosary Paul yes nearly every day okay I would be lying if I said I prayed it seven days a week every week but you get like five days a week? Yeah, maybe six. All right. All right. Um, yeah, it's great. I um, I started praying it every day, more or less during COVID, because I came to the realization that I was going for a long walk every day during COVID, and I wasn't doing anything. And so I started praying to rosary. Nice. And I never stopped. Um, Before that, like when you were a kid or anything, did you no. like the rosary? No. Not in the household, no. Oh, you I mean, prayed, I, I think, no, no. So it never was something that was really part of my life until, I'm going to say, fairly recently. Hmm. Probably started to pray it more often post-college. Okay. And then very often now. Nice. So I love the rosary. It's, um, I know the days that I don't pray it. Mm. Those, are, those are usually not great days. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's a big... I don't know what, like, I haven't prayed the rosary today, but I'm going to walk home and pray the rosary. I okay. completely agree with that, though. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't define it, but it, it's, it's efficacious, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm not on their level. <laughs> I'll just be up front. Um, I have only started praying it within the last two years. I do have the habit of listening to the, daily gospel and praying the rosary on the way to work but I do get off of that like I'm I changed jobs and I'm now going to Queens in the morning Queens. Um, temporarily for the US Open and I'm driving in with somebody so I'm not praying it mm. and uh. like I it's on my mind that I'm not doing it but am I going to make sure that I get it in tonight before bed like no, you know, like I know myself, it's like I have to finish doing laundry and I need to eat dinner and I really want to swing by Holy Spirit if I could because of adoration and I'm really supposed to try to get my prayer time in. <laughs> That's like a main thing for me. Um, 
And no, I don't notice a difference if I don't pray it. I can't, I can't say that I have that. And I did the consecration to Mary a couple of years ago. I didn't feel like I noticed any change from that. Mm. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not there or I'm not feeling or seeing the grace, which can happen. Right. Yeah. Um, but you have a really good prayer life regardless of the rosary. Really good. Right. right? That's generous. I mean, don't you do 30 minutes a day? Oh, I'm supposed to. Ah, uh, like every time that my sister, my spiritual director messages me, like she texted me last week, how are things going? So I told her all these things like new job. This is what's going on. Figuring out new housing, you know. Wow, that sounds intense. How's prayer time? And I'm like, I knew that you were dreading, coming. dreading that question. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I try. It's also just it's not the same if I do it at home than mm. if I do it in adoration. So then I try to go to adoration, but again, it's like I don't know. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses, but other but things just fill up my time. Yeah. But I I was playing or I am playing. Uh, volleyball on Wednesdays and I will go from the beach Sandy to St. Cecilia's and go but sometimes I get there like 8.50 and Father Mario should tell me well you only have like 10 minutes I'm like I know <laughs> I tried I was socializing with my friends but it's like it's a focus I'm really trying to work on it's like to cut back on the social time to make the time for prayer time so one of the things I did Exodus 90 last year and well, I guess this, never mind. Anyway, so I would drive three hours up to Vermont to go skiing. You can go skiing on Exodus, just to let everyone know. <laughs> okay, it's loud. You can still smile and but have like, fun, yes. But yeah, like three hours in the car silently, like I meet people there, let's say, is challenging. So I discovered. Is it? There, for me. Oh, okay. And there's an hour and 20 minute Gregorian chant rosary on Spotify. And wow. it's phenomenal. It's so good. But it's an amazing way to pray the rosary if you have a long car ride. That's beautiful. Highly recommend it. Beautiful. And it's beautiful. Some people do the app, the Laudate rosary. I, I can't do the English being read to rosary. You could do the Latin being read to Latin, rosary? Lat, chanted Latin, like with the glory be as polyphony. Oh, wow. It was beautiful. I mean, come on. That's, that's pretty elevating. I can't do the being read to, though. Like, I, even if it comes on EWTN radio, I like... I turn it off. I find it hard. Yeah, it's hard, no, no hard to pray with no, an app. No, no offense. To I like Hallow. Very Tuscan. Because some days, like, I don't want to say it out loud. Some days I'll say it in my head. Some days I'm like, I just need Hallow on, and I'm kind of, like, not even really praying it, but that's where I'm at. And then with Hallow, you can add background music, so I like the light piano <laughs> to accompany. It's peaceful. Right. Nice. What's your relationship the ambiance? With um, you know, as a kid, I didn't really like the rosary. We prayed it once a week on the way to church. Um, yeah, it was, you know, something I had to do. And then when I was 16, I decided for Lent, I was going to take on the worst penance I could think of, which was praying the rosary every day. And I prayed as fast as I possibly could, like nine minutes, eight nine minutes. Nine minutes, like that's it. really yeah, like busting right through, you know. And, and uh, but, you know, I found at the end of Lent, you just can't put it down, you know. As you know, as your, your experience is that Lent, forms good habits in you. And now you pray all four mysteries every day? Yeah, during COVID. Like I've always wanted to. It's kind of always been like a goal of mine. And so like maybe like three or four years ago, I started doing two sets of mysteries a day, 10, 10 decades. And then during COVID, God was like, yeah, you got tons of time in your hands. Just do all 20. And since then, I'm just like, yeah. Do you do them consecutively? No. 
So you do like four rosaries. Like I, yeah, I did one rosary on. I had to drive to Bridgeport today, so one rosary time. Usually, like my car time is rosary time. Like on you the way. Pray the intro prayers too. No. So just the decades. Well, I pray the intro prayers at the beginning yeah. of the day, and then yeah, five decades, and pick up another five decades. I mean, you can do two full rosaries in half an hour. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So it's you know very doable, but it's actually really cool if you pray all four because you're getting the whole of Christ's life. Mm. And it's cool to think about, you know, because because then you can make connections meditatively. Like, all right, you know, I remember I was meditating on this back this morning when I was thinking about the, the Annunciation, and now he's dying on the cross, and like the connections between the two, and it's cool to see. I do like the days, though. They make sense to me. Like Sundays, always the glorious mysteries. Fridays, the sorrowful mysteries. Those are Thursday. What's Thursday? Do you know? Luminous, luminous. Yes. luminous. Yeah. I'd it like used to be joyful. It did used to be joyful. So I'd like to share a story about, because some people might be like, why should I pray the rosary at all, you know? And so I, someone sent this to me, you can Google it, but it's called uh, on YouTube, Power of One Hail Mary. So it's like a two minute video, but it's basically this priest who shares a story and it's about this guy who was, um, it was his friend, like a very holy man. And he was, I guess he was running around his neighborhood and, you know, he passed a house and there was an ambulance in the driveway and everything. And um, he thought like he was a good guy. So he was like, oh, maybe I should stop to see, you know, like if this person needs help. But he figured like he's not a doctor, the ambulance is there. Um, so he just kept running and he said that he prayed one Hail Mary and he didn't like make the sign of the cross. He just said it like, you know, interiorly. And um, then a week later, he said he was running in the same neighborhood and the woman, this woman like screamed out to him and she was like, um, she she said, you saved my life. And he was like, I'm sorry, I, I don't like I, we don't know each other. And and she said, no, like I recognize your face like last week when I got sick. And the ambulance brought me to the hospital. I was dying. And, um, you know, uh, Jesus, based, she said that Jesus appeared to her and held out his hand, the palm of his hand. And that man's face was on the palm of his hand. And she, like, apparently said, revealed to her that, you know, you were going to die. But because of that man's prayer, that Hail Mary that he said, you're going to live. And, um, you know, so, I mean, you can check it out yourself. I just think it's it's just like, it gave me chills to think that's the power of one Hail Mary. So now I've started saying like, little whenever I hear like ambulance sirens or just like anyone's intention, you know, um, I don't know. It's just, it's incredible to think like how powerful one short prayer is. Yeah, that's actually amazing because today, just today I was running and uh, I ran past these seven cop cars they were all parked in a circle. And I was like, what's going on? And there was one car that had ran into a telephone pole and the airbags had exploded and everything. And there was, you know, a, f- a father and a son, a father and a daughter who had gotten out and they were sitting by the side of the road, just kind of looking a little dazed. So I prayed for them, shot them a blessing and a Hail Mary as we passed by. And who knows? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, yeah, you mm. got to believe in the power of it. That's actually really amazing. Wow. Yeah. It gave me chills. I was like, wow, this like reinvigorates sort of my desire to pray the rosary. I think that um, you mentioned something about intentions and using rosary is a great chance. A lot of people say, pray for me, pray for this, pray for that. The rosary for me is a chance to remember those, like offering the rosary or offering a decade, whatever, for those specific intentions. That that seems to be when I remember. Otherwise, I'll forget. Yeah. So are you a bad Catholic if you don't pray the rosary? No. Like Lauren? I mean, like, no. uh, Whoa. <laughs> no, just, 
little down there, Tiger. No, uh, no, just I'm, because because you know, I, when I was a kid, of course, I was just really struggling with with wanting to love the rosary because I had to pray it, but to love it, like if you don't love it, is that is that okay? Is that, I mean, I think it's okay, but it's a devotion, right? So you don't have to pray the rosary. But I think that, um, like anything, you know, it requires discipline and sort of perseverance. So I don't know. For myself, I'm a very disciplined person. You know, like I run pretty much every day. I, um, yeah, so when I was determined to start praying the rosary, I'm like, I, there are certainly days I'm, I don't like come to mass or like start. And sometimes I either do it before mass or like when I'm running. Some days I'm like, this is the last thing I want to do, you know, like, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel like doing it, but I just, I make myself do it. And I mean, to Paul's point, there definitely is this like weird sense of something being off when I don't pray Mm, it. Um, I think that just the benefits, right? Like you were mentioning it um, a little bit before, but like the meditation on it's, it's not just like, you know, repeating endless Hail Marys and not thinking or meditating. It's an opportunity to meditate on the mysteries of Christ's life. And so there are so many things that like, um, I don't know, like with the joyful mysteries, for example, like the Annunciation, right? I just think of, uh, you know, Mary's obedience and sort of how she was glor- like trying to, in every moment of her life, glorify the Lord, you know? So like for those 10 beads, I'll try to like just meditate on, okay, like, uh, just pray for sort of the strength to like have that kind of obedience of putting God first, right? And trying to glorify him in all these small moments of my life that seemed like just so mundane. Um, the the visitation, right? Like nothing is impossible for God. So I'll think about that for uh, like these situations in my life where, you know, I'm really struggling with something um, that no, like Christ is king, that he can do anything, that he can bring anything out of this and that I just have to put my trust in him. So it's like an exercise of trust. Um, also like charity, right? Of true like love of neighbor and, and growing in that love. Um, I think of like the nativity of uh, Joseph kind of leading Mary and Mary allowing herself to be led. So like, what does that look like in my life? Do I allow the Lord to be my shepherd or am I trying to grasp at things? Um, you know, like poverty in the manger, Jesus detached from everything. Am I detached from worldly goods and not just worldly goods, but like my own plans for my life? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, you know, like there, there are just so many things of that you can kind of meditate on in his life and then think about sort of like how and and ask for the graces to to uh to image you know him and have i mean essentially ask christ to live in you but um so is there a mystery to to echo lauren i'm not at that level (laughs) that's awesome that's that's i'm gonna remember who zones out when they pray the rosary i do sometimes yes Oh, yeah. So I have a recommendation for that, though. There's this um, website, and let me just make sure I have it right, but it's, uh, this is how I, like, sort of got into the whole meditation, but it's called rosarycenter.org, and there's scriptural, scriptural, I can't speak. Scriptural. Scriptural, (laughs) uh, you know, like, meditations for each bead, because I was the same thing of, like, I, you know, uh, I just, like, my mind would drift, and now it's, like, every bead is intentional, and I've done it, like, because I do it every day and look at it every day, it's, like, I can be on my run and actually be meditating on all of those things, Um, Mm. so I think it's just, like, yeah, it's, it's it's a fantastic opportunity to think about, like, to really think about, like, what are the things that I need to work on, where I'm weak, where I'm not trusting, you know, um, Sure. Yeah, there's so much good stuff. One thing I heard that was helpful, I believe it was on Joe and Joe's show. Mm. Uh, Veritas plug. Yeah. The, um, 13.50 How we say Jesus right in the middle of every Hail Mary. 
So like every time you say Jesus, you can kind of bring yourself back Mm. to the mystery, which has helped me. So I think that's an important point because some of our Protestant brothers and sisters say that when we pray the rosary, we're doing something that Christ commanded us not to do. Well, two things. One is to, you know, put an idol. You know, they say that Mary's an idol. And the other thing is to not babble like the pagans, right? That who think they're going to be heard because of their many words, right? How how is this different than babbling like the pagans who just keep repeating prayers, thinking that if you do it fifty times, you get, you know, greater hearing in presence of God? Well, I think I think you have to consider the Hail Mary prayer just in general. Well, first of all, we're citing scripture. So I don't think babbling like pagan pagans wouldn't necessarily babble about scripture. <laughs> and the second part of the Hail Mary, the newer part, so to speak, um, is the uh, is asking for inter- Mary's intercession. So I don't think that's necessarily babbling like pagans. But repeating it over and over. Sure, why not? Well, what's the difference? So I think so. I, 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 I was question. watching this. I was watching a. Yes, I think you should meditate and not zone out. But it happens, and I don't. And we're human, and that. Like, sorry, try, try not to, right? I mean, I don't know what to say, but I would say that there was, I was watching this Matt Frad interview with Peter Kreeft and the church says, church puts a big emphasis on the rosary. There's plenary indulgences related to it. So it's important. It's not necessary, but it's important. And Peter Kreeft's theory was just do it. Just do it. So like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, just, just pray just, the rosary? Just, start, just pray the rosary. Like, if, if you struggle with praying the rosary, pray the rosary. That's, I think that also yeah, means I mean, don't even think about it, right? I mean, that's the whole essence of that phrase is don't think, just do. So you do it, and maybe you can't get through the whole entire thing. Okay, well, then try it again the next day. Perseverance. Right? Because we, yeah, when you do things over and over and you're intentional about them, they generally get easier or better right. well, or you get better at them. But it really doesn't like, take much time. I mean, but, but what you had minutes. said was your greatest penance I'm just saying you if you of. zone out oh, if you and you just forget out, yeah. and you right. just stop and then you're like, oh, I'm a failure. Well, there are times I couldn't even finish. I've never not finished Rosary unless there's a, like they start Tantum Ergo and then I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> there are times when I'll repray a decade because my, I knew my mind was not at oh, all on idea. it. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I do that when I'm running. I'm like, no, gosh, that was How 10. How do you but pray I, while you're running? I can't pray while I'm Because I do what I told you. Besides I meditate like on those things. Uh, yeah. I can't do anything when I run. Yeah. I think I need to decompress. No, I enjoy doing that because I don't yeah. bring music. So can, it's like, you can, know. Can I bring up something that's terrible, but it's true? Sure. I love the Luminous Mysteries. I love the Luminous Mysteries. Why is that terrible? Well, it's not terrible, but it's interesting. It's unique. Um, unique. Uh, There's that word again. Um, I pray the luminous. So luminous mysteries are prayed on Thursday, and usually I'll pray the rosary at the end of the day, and that means the next day is Friday. So I've developed a really strong affinity to luminous mysteries. It's terrible. So the luminous mysteries get a bad rap because, and in certain circles, I I've had um, people bad circles in, in, in tradition. Yeah, traditional. We could say it. It's in okay. unique traditional circles. <laughs> yeah, and because they're like, oh, John Paul II came up with them. John Paul II did not come up with the Luminous Mysteries. They came from St. Louis de Montfort. And he's the one in The Secret of the Rosary writes about, you can add other mysteries, such as the Transfiguration, the Institution of the Eucharist, the Baptism of Jesus. He's the one that suggested them. John Paul II just said, hey, God, that guys, did you notice Louis de Montfort? Let's just make that official and thing. And when he came out in 2004 and made the Luminous Mysteries, I actually made my own Mysteries of the Rosary. Two sets. 
Whoa. I made you still pray them. No, I don't. I don't. But I should because they're really cool. One was the parables of Jesus, and one was oh. the miracles of Jesus. Oh, nice. Yeah. Besides wedding feasts, I can't. Because I mean, like the raising of Lazarus. What? There's so much to meditate on the raising of Lazarus. But yeah. can you share all your mysteries? I don't remember them all. I have to go look write them, them up. I did write them down. I have to find where they are in my you prayer journal. These. Have, uh, and have all the tradies mad at me? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even a saint like John Paul II. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's not a... I like the Luminous Mysteries. I do too. There's yeah, some I, I really like do. the Transfiguration. I've always had some affinity. And you've been there. I have, Mount Tabor. And I have. So that's like a great mystery. And I like the Raphael painting. To just I think not. of it. You guys got to go. Everyone needs to go to the Holy Land. You can see the Raphael painting in the Vatican museums. I've been there. Yeah. No, I, I, that's yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Do you guys have another mystery that you're particularly affinitive with? Just made that word up. Uh, like, coming of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'm getting into like Mary's uh, coronation. Okay. Mm. Diane, you meditate the most, so yeah. I mean, I I could keep going. She's like, I like all the all twenty deck. I mean, so I I think I stopped at the nativity, but I'll continue. No, 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 just one more. Oh God, yeah. The presentation. That's a tough one. I love it. I want to hear the. I love the presentation because so this is what I meditate on, and please, if I'm scripturally off base, don't like send me an email. I'll tell you. No, I'll tell you right now. Go on. But so what I think about is like you know like Mary just offering Jesus. Mary and Joseph offering Jesus to God, right? So, like, a lot of times I think, I just think about it in terms of, like, my future marriage, if God wills it, and, like, children, like, as, and even just just our lives, right? Like, they're meant to be, they're not ours to grasp, and they're meant to be an offering to God. So, like, however he wants to, like, to be open to say, like, I pray to God, like, please use me and my, like, future marriage and kids, if you will it, like for your glory, um, you know, like just because I think we can get get wrapped up in in the secular world of just thinking that our lives are like kind of just about like whatever we make of it and not really thinking about like what is actually like not my will, but what's God's will for my life and how am I going to like to remember the purpose of our lives is to serve him, you know, and to glorify him. And so I feel like Mary by presenting jesus was like okay like he's not mine i'm not going to grasp at him it's like hmm. yeah wow yeah that's so good that's good one of the most powerful ones for me yeah you should write a book of like little meditations on the <laughs> i should i should journal them what but, well, yeah. what diane thinks yeah something like that yeah mm. i mean i think I'd about these it. things because i have a lot to work on so it's like all right these are the areas that i'm lacking in trust or i'm lacking in like giving fully of myself and mm. um yeah so i think it's it's good so I don't I don't run when I pray the rosary, but I always almost always walk around if I'm not driving the car. Like I can't pray it in church. I don't know how you guys do that. In adoration? Yeah, I can't. I love doing that, but I try not to because I like adoration time to just be silent. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone has a different style. Yeah. Some people pray it right before going to bed, but oh, I can't do it. Have you ever heard that whole saying that like your guardian angel yeah. finishes, you know, finishes it? Finishes it. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. No, it's not yeah. true at all. <laughs> Finish your own darn rosary. Your guardian angel has better stuff to do. So this might be <laughs> a funny thought. I have brought it up before to friends. but So I pray the rosary in the car. So me praying, I'm thinking there's grace present, right? And so like the grace is moving with my vehicle, huh? right? <laughs> <laughs> and we know the spiritual world is all around us, including evil spirits. So... 
I always wonder, like... Are you driving faster Could than evil spirits? No, but just like getting in the way of an evil spirit. Like if there's one that's lingering with somebody in a car or, you know, because we know that demons hate the rosary. They hate the Very Hail Mary so, prayer. Yeah. We know it. So like praying it out in public or where you're among other people, you could be like hitting demons with it. That's yeah. kind of my thought versus me just sitting at home where I think my home is safe and protected. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Well, <laughs> here's my thought on grace, though, because I've always had a different view of grace. Grace is not given when we pray, because grace is the divine life of God, right? So we are surrounded by that at all times. It's like, it's like if you're standing in a waterfall, and then you decide to open your mouth, right? You're always surrounded by the water, but now you're actually taking some into yourself. So that, I think, is what prayer is. Is like we're surrounded by grace, we're surrounded by God's divine life at every moment, and when we pray... We allow that into we're, us. Yeah, we're participating in it. Yeah. Yeah. We're drinking of it into our soul. Rather than like we're in a graceless world and then we call some grace down. Well, wouldn't it be that we would, by praying, we're, res- we're responding to God's call to some extent, right? Like there's, there's that idea. Right. Right. And that's a grace that's working through us first. Right. Well, and, and the church has a name for that. It's prevenient grace. Oh, that's cool. Grace that disposes us to grace, like that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in the mm-hmm. state of mortal sin and you want to come back to confession, that's grace. That you know shouldn't be in your soul, right? Because you're in, not in the state of grace, but you still receive that grace. Mm-hmm. But that's how I view grace. I think what you're saying makes sense, but I still feel like the act of praying, you know, somewhere out publicly around other people, could be then near evil spirits who don't like the prayer. True. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Can we say that evil spirits have a specific location? Well, they exist, so yeah, but where not, are they? They're not material. Does it matter? Yeah. Maybe there's an angel. Right. Which is why angels can travel the speed of thought. Wait, what are we discussing? It's pretty mind-blowing. <laughs> okay, question about praying rosary. Who will pray the rosary on a plane in front of other people? Oh, me. Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. I mean, yeah, it's great. Helps that I'm wearing clerics, because... I kind of expect I that. I try to do that now. But like, I worry like, that by praying the rosary on a plane, people think that I'm afraid of flying. Hmm. Why do people? Why do you care? Why that do you people care think what people that? think? Because they're like that wimp. So. And I'm like, no, I'm just praying the rosary because I love the rosary, not because I just think we're gonna crash. Because you make enough attention, everybody. <laughs> I do not fear flying. I mean, <laughs> I am just praying my rosary. I think I pray it in the car because I'm afraid of crashing. <laughs> I can't pray in the car unless I'm on a long drive and my car can essentially drive itself and it will just, and I can focus on it. Otherwise I like to drive and I like to be aggressive when I'm drive and mm. that's my activity at the time. I that's don't fair. do any other activity. That's fair. I so can I say I that I do much better and I enjoy the rosary much more when I pray it with other people. Oh yeah. Mm. But I don't it's really have the adult. courage to ask people to pray it with me. Ask your friends on the way down in but, Queens. Uh, we're co-workers. So? She is Catholic. So? Oh, there you go. where <laughs> she's at. <laughs> but, but what I don't great... know if she goes to Mass. She does Lent. You don't have to ask. We I pray don't... the rosary. Uh, we pray the rosary with me. You say, may I pray the rosary here? Now. I'm not ready for that. Huh? I, I never even asked my roommates. I thought and about it. And your two roommates were like I the know, most holy Catholic women totally ever. I know, and they totally would. We just didn't do it. But like if you would ask Father Joe, like we've prayed it. Or when I was in Spain, of course, Father Andy and Sister Antonia, we prayed it in the car. Hmm. I, I, I can say from my own life, because I've been afraid to ask people to pray with me. But I've found that when I have, no one has ever refused. 
Oh, people refuse me. How do they really? Hmm. <laughs> well, what's wrong with you? You want to pray, you want to pray the rosary? <laughs> no, not right now. Okay. Actually, no, I take that back. They're right. having, I mean, they're it's having not a like, couple of like, no, Oh, it's okay. Not. We have to be no, okay with no, rejection. Not right now. You know? Yeah. Rejection comes in all forms. But, that's all right. But you know what? If you if you invite and they turn you down, at least they know that when they're having a hard time, you pray. Yeah. And they'll come to you and be like, yo, can you pray for me? Mm-hmm. Right. Or they may ask you on another time that you weren't expecting because that first invitation is like the yeah. first step. Should I mean, we don't pray my roommates. We don't pray the rosary together. Well, why not? Should we briefly touch on the promises <laughs> I'm of the rosary? Yeah, yeah. Tell me some of the promises. Yeah, because, I, know there's like I mean, if you weren't already there. motivated to do it, based on the last, you know, however many minutes we've been talking, um, this should get you going. Yeah, tell us some of the promises. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll try to go through them quickly. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so there's 15 promises, apparently. Um, and, you know, the first one is, those who faithfully serve me by recitation of the rosary shall receive signal graces. Uh, I promise my special protection and the greatest graces to all those who recite the rosary. The rosary shall be a pow- powerful armor against hell. It will destroy vice, decrease sin, and defeat heresies. The recitation of the rosary will cause virtue and good works to flourish. It will obtain the abundant mercy of God. Um, more on that. The soul which recommends itself to me by recitation of the rosary shall not perish. Those who recite my rosary devoutly, applying themselves to consideration of its sacred mysteries, shall never be conquered by misfortune. Um, those who have a true devotion to the rosary shall not die without the sacraments of the church. That's nice. Yeah. Those who faithfully recite the rosary shall have during their life and at their death the light of God and the plenitude of his graces, and they shall participate in the, in the merits of the saints in paradise. I shall deliver from purgatory those who have de- been devoted to the rosary. Mm. The faithful children of the rosary shall marry a high degree of glory in heaven. By the recitation of the rosary, you shall obtain all that you ask of me. Those who propagate the Holy Rosary, ask your friends to pray for them, uh, <laughs> with them, will be aided by me in their necessities. Um, uh, I've obtained from my divine son that all the advocate, advocates of the rosary shall have for their intercessors the entire celestial court during their life and at the hour of their death. All who recite the rosary are my beloved children and the brother and brothers and sisters of my only son, Jesus Christ. And devotion, devotion for my rosary is a great sign of predestination. I will say this. I know a man who was uh, struggling with an addiction to porn and uh, he was praying like, Lord, how long is this gonna, you know, struggle going to be in my life? And he felt Our Lady say to his heart, when you've prayed one rosary for every time you've committed this sin, you'll be free of your addiction. And he found that to be the case. Yeah. He had a lot of rosaries to pray. But I've found too in my own life, and I'm not going to get into specifics of what those issues have been, like things that I couldn't overcome myself. I feel like with the rosary, things, the door was just opened, you know, yeah. just like she promised. Have you Definitely. also heard that like one rosary, it's like a scale, one rosary, all your sin, one rosary like takes it all away? Mm-hmm. Yes, like I've, I've heard that image. Someone's vision or something. I've heard that image, but we have to. As in the power of one rosary. Yeah, it's not confession. It's not, you know, it's not the blood of Christ. We we have to be careful not to exalt the rosary as if it were somehow a magic charm that's a free ticket to heaven, as if we prayed for you know without faith. It's ultimately the mysteries of Christ through our, the intercession of Our Lady that gets us that you know that healing and all those great promises. Mm-hmm. But it's it's an it's an image I think that's worth meditating on. Mm-hmm. And it just speaks to, well, you don't know how much good all these prayers are doing, right? And we never will. I was reading a story about an exorcist. Until we die. Who was um, 
obviously doing exorcism <laughs> and he was praying the Hail Mary and the devil screamed through this person and said, you have Mary, but if I had Mary and one instant, I would not be a demon. Wow. Like he'd be able to convert if he had one instant and he had Mary. That was it. Hmm. He'd still be an angel, but he doesn't have either. Hmm. Too bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us in this episode of oh, Russell's. Wow. Uh, yeah. Exorcism. Yeah. That's how you do it. End with that. Anyway, <laughs> no, I guess the challenge should be <laughs> to go out and pray the rosary and try to love it. And, you know, the more you do it, the more you will love it because you'll find incredible blessings and graces in your life. Some of the blessings that Diane mentioned, some of the blessings that we've all experienced. Uh, and, uh, and even if you struggle with it, as Lauren said, just do it. Just do it. It's worth it. You can find us on Veritas Keep Catholic. Doing it. Keep doing it. Absolutely. Veritas Catholic Network is 1350 AM and also 103.5 FM. You can find us on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in next time.